0: back.
1: good evening and welcome to episode 320 of the Private Property Podcast. I'm your host, Uzama Kumalo. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the only daily property podcast in the country helping you make better property decisions. Make sure that you go to our Facebook or our YouTube page to catch up on all the great content that you have already missed out on. doesn't matter where you are on your property journey, whether you're renting, you're looking to buy, to sell or to build, we've certainly covered it all on it show and to all our regular viewers on facebook on youtube and on instagram welcome to it you know how we do every single weekday you and i are in conversation uh, at 7pm. We're always having a conversation rather with a property expert who helps us make better property decisions. And we certainly love learning from each other. One of the great things that a lot of you know from gang members and of course to many of you at home always show us some love is that we love the, you know, the, the family that we're creating, the community that we're creating and certainly love learning from each other. And talking about learning from each other and the community that we're building you also know that we are running our uh, competition on our facebook page as we count down to one million uh, followers on our facebook page so one million likes on facebook and that is a great countdown that we are doing and running a great competition uh, where you stand a chance of walking away with 500 rand cash right here on the Private Property Podcast with myself, Uzama Kumalo. And all you have to do to stand a chance of walking away with that 500 rands in cash is make sure you engage with our page as much as possible. Certainly give us a review on our Facebook page, uh, tag your friends on some of our posts, share some of the lives that we have, whether it's the show or the other shows, and of course continue uh, showing us some love, whether you're showing us, you sending us those green hearts Down here below. The more you interact and engage with us, the higher your odds of winning. And of course, if you want to make sure uh, that you win the money, you also need to be tuned in every single evening at 7 p.m. We announce the winner halfway through the show, and the winner needs to message us down here below in order to claim their price. If you don't message us unfortunately you forfeit the price and it rolls over into the money bag for the following day. Now yesterday's uh, you know 500 rands rolled over and this evening we're going We have 1000 rands in the money bag. I do hope whoever gets chosen halfway through the show is watching uh, and they're going to be claiming their price. Well that's some of the great ways that you can uh, engage with us and of course stand a chance of walking away with some cash. Uh, This evening we're having a conversation that I'm very excited about but before we get to that conversation you know that the other great shows that you can tune into across private properties, social media pages are of course the first time home buyers show that you can catch every single Wednesdays at 8pm where Esther Klaassen is always in conversation with first time home owners who have gone on to grow their property portfolio from strength to strength. And as it is a Tuesday, you can catch a warden in Farmer Umbalinwoko later on this evening uh, at 8pm on the Farming Podcast. And she comes to your screens on Thursdays as well uh, at the same time. And every Mondays and Fridays, you can look forward to the Home Shoppers Show with Chad, where he's always taking us through incredible homes that you can find on www.privateproperty.co.za. But those are the great shows that you can tune in To every single evening at 8 p.m. So, do make sure that you continue sharing the lives, uh, whether it's this one, of course, the other shows, and of course, uh, you know, engaging with us so that you can stand a chance of walking away with that cash prize. But going on to this evening's conversation, I'm very excited about this one. And I'm excited about it because this is one of those things that uh, very easily. helps you see if you are dealing with a property professional who knows their things, uh, if you're dealing with a, a property investor who knows their stuff, uh, because it really is about the rands and sets and Rans and cents are not a thing that we thumb suck. We, you know, we use data uh, to come up with the, the amounts that we tend to charge. And that's exactly what we're going to be looking at this evening. We're looking at how to price your property right. Whether you have a rental property, you've just bought a rental property, and you're still not quite sure how you should be going about pricing for your rental property. And of course the big one, because so many people are offloading some of their assets. Perhaps you're you know downscaling or upgrading um, or want a different kind of asset type. Uh, we're seeing a lot of people selling and the reality of selling your property is more often than not, you're you're going to be a first-time seller, you're going to probably buy more times than you sell. Uh, So you really never really get an opportunity to to fine-tune your selling skills. Unless, of course, you're in the buying-to-flip business, uh, but a lot of us tend to, to not be in that space. So understanding how you price your property right is so crucial and to help us get a better sense of what we should do and what we should also avoid doing when we want to adequately plant our property. I'm joined this evening by um, Unundumiso, the CEO at Idwala Property
0: Group. Unundumiso Saobona, thank you so much for joining us this evening on the show. Saobona, good evening, Zama. I'm very happy to be here and good evening to all our viewers.
1: It's it's always so great having you on the show, you know, Nundumiso. I think one of the great things is we're able, one of the things about uh, our conversation this evening is a lot of A lot sellers, and I've even seen this with, you know, different people I've interacted with, different viewers at home who are looking to sell their property. You know, some of them are in financial distress uh, and others just want to be able to up- they're thinking look I can now afford a, you know, a bigger house and I want to be able to upgrade but of course they don't know how to you know, adequately price for it um, and before we look at the, the selling side I actually want us to spend a little bit of time on, on, on the rental side uh, mm-hmm. because we've also seen that due to the historically low interest rates we're seeing you know, people bought investment properties and some didn't first you know, do the research of pricing their rental property uh, they kind of took advantage of being able to buy and only now need to um, make a decision around what to charge and how to charge it. When we look at our investment properties, so when you're pricing for rental, what are some of the key things that we need to bear in mind uh, before we even say this is the advertised amount and you place your ad on privateproperty.co.uk? All right.
0: right. Firstly, it's very important to understand that the rental income of your property it must be comparable to all the other mm-hmm. you know properties in the area okay. you cannot say oh because my bond repayment is 10000 rand now i must ask for a rental of 10000 rand you know that's a million rand property so generally as a rule of thumb um if if a bond if your bond is 10000 rand and your uh, your, your rental income is around 7,000, which is 70% of your repayment, you actually have a good investment. So it's very important to understand that you don't look at your bond repayment and then price it according to your bond repayment. But if you can cover 70% of that bond repayment, you're well on your way. You you have mm. actually done a good investment. So it's very important to know the rental market in your area and price according to to the market and not not according to your expenses, so that you can be a fair owner who's able to compare competitively mm-hmm. with uh, the other the other properties in your in your area. Mm. And that's such an important thing to note. Uh, you
1: know, not And and I know a lot of uh, property coaches, for example, that we've had and property investors that we've had on the show typically say that you want to be, uh, at the very least, uh, making sure that your rental property pays for itself in its entirety from day one. Uh, But ideally, it should be making a profit from day one, even if it's making 50 rands. And the reality of those kinds of deals for, I'll say, ordinary people uh, who are probably Mm -hmm. going to buy, for example, Component in a sectional title community is that it, it 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 simply just does not happen for the most part yeah. right yeah. some people are able to get those great deals um you know and get a steal and be able to f- somehow perhaps buy a uh, you know a two-bed in Joburg. And at auction exactly but for the most mm-hmm. part if you're buying it you know from let's say a private property and it's been listed even the seller has listed it at a certain amount and they've also done their their research that of course we're going to get to um in mm-hmm. a bit so it's it becomes so important then that when you are you know a landlord or you're setting that price that you understand all the the factors that you need to yes. consider and the comparison yes yeah and I, and I mean, when you even mentioned levies, Nundumiso, A part of me, I was having a conversation about levies and just how, you know, continuously escalating and it makes it that much harder to, you know, get the yield that you want because you would have projected X amount of yield and then levies are, sure. keep increasing. And so the, the really key thing when it comes to setting the rental price, as Nomi has pointed out, is you're not setting it based on your expenses. and And when you yes. understand that, Before you even buy, it actually helps you because then you're able to say when you are viewing, actually this, this property, I'm going to have to put in too much money and I don't want to put in that much money. Uh, So when you understand that from the get go, it helps quite significantly. Uh, I want to find out from, I want to find out from the viewers at home. You know, if you have a rental property, are you topping it up? Um, in any way, and of course, I'm referring to a financed, uh, you know, rental property. Are you topping it up at all, or you know, is the rental amount that you're charging servicing the whole, um, you know, expense of the of the property? Where you know, you're able to pay for the bond and the levies and the rates and taxes? Um, how did you go about running your numbers for your rental, especially during COVID, where we, we've seen that a lot of landlords have had to, you know, make adjustments to what they're asking for? Rent- or certainly not have rental um, escalation. So if you're a landlord out there, you have a rental property, do you share with us if your rental amount covers you know, all the associated expense of that property or you have to top up. And if you top up, what's the percentage um, that you top up with? So that's quite a big one for you know setting the right price for rental. Right now, it really is a renter's market. I um, mm. there are certain areas where I'm like, you previously were probably charging fifteen thousand rands for rental. Especially if we look at Joburg North, you're now able to get unit, the same units for nine thousand rands. So mm. you really need to be careful when you set your rental prices um, as a landlord. And and no, no, oh. so before we even get to you know the the the, the buying the selling side and how you best price that i actually want to uh, you know see i see that we've got quite a bit of love from our viewers at home this evening uh who are sending us all the green hearts on our facebook page as they are watching us live uh we've got okay. Pile, we've got uposha mayile uh, noninkuta i see you evans Gabello. Nimaputi, uh, I also see um, hashtagging there, you know, the live podcast and private property and um, my Gail Tumeleng Rustenberg, uh, that's the first time I'm seeing your name. Uh, certainly looking forward to seeing more of your name. And another one whose name I'm seeing for the first time on our Facebook page is Upulani Komoyasera. That's also another first timer on my side. So do you continue showing us some love on our Facebook page where they're sending us the green hearts or of course if you own a rental property, let us know if you know the, the rental that you're charging is able to cover all the expenses for the property or you have to top it up. And if you top it up, what's the percentage that you are topping up with? I wanted to yeah. go for a quick break and see who the potential lucky winner. And I only say potential because they need to claim their prize uh, for our one million uh, followers on our Facebook page page is going to be i hope you're watching so you can claim your prize we want to give this thousand rands away and let's see who tonight's winner possibly is And that lucky winner is Ubaba Asuo. Uh, Baba Asuo, you are this evening's winner. Uh, you have until the end of the show to claim your prize. So do make sure that you drop us a message down here below. And the 1,000 Rand in cash is all yours. And of course, if you want to be just like him, all you have to do is continue engaging with our page on Facebook, where you can share the lives, you can Tag your friends. Leave us with a great review. uh, And, of course, certainly continue showing us some love during the uh, live podcast. And if your name is called up on the show, make sure you text us before the end of the live. And that is how you get to claim that 500 rands in cash. In the event where the winner doesn't claim their price, the money rolls over into the money bag. To, for the following day so certainly making the money back bigger and by the time whoever claims their price um you know comes on board they're going to get quite a bit of money well our conversation this evening we are looking at how to price your property right uh with uno who's the ceo at Iqdwala prop and before that uh, property group and before that break you know, i asked you at home if you have a rental property uh, you know how what how did you go about sort of setting the price for it you know Does the rental cover the whole expenses associated with that property or do you have to top up? And if you do top up, what is the percentage um, that you top up with? And going to some of the comments on our Facebook page, we've got and Zinye, uh, who's one of our top fans, saying, my mother's property covers everything the house pays for itself and we still get to eat from it because of the back rooms in the yard absolutely 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 love this one because i think it, it really looks at you know as as uh, as an asset and that we're able to use it uh, as an income generator where you you could be living in linear and there are back rooms and you're able to rent out of those back rooms and they don't just cover expenses but it also becomes an income that the family can use so it's a big game changer for you know those of us who either grow up or have properties or have family who have properties because that if you are able to save up a bit of money and put really nice rooms in more, especially as we're seeing, uh, you know, more and more modernized back rooms, um, you know, in townships, you know that you're able to have an income for yourselves and your family. Thank you so much for sharing the Ponceau, about your mother's property. And we've got Chanel Fari, Chanel saying that we rent and it goes up to 7% each year. I guess the yield, you know, 7% is not, is not too bad, especially in this market. I think a 7% yield is, is really not too bad. I know that some investors want, you know, double digit yield, but we also know that it's not the easiest to sometimes get in certain markets. So it really does vary uh, in terms of how different people, um, you know, solve for it. Now, no I want us to then look at selling, you know, because the selling one, so many people are finding themselves right now being first-time sellers, you know, and you very well may not have been a first-time buyer. Maybe it's, you know, you already have three properties in your portfolio. And you're Hmm. now wanting to offload, you know, one of them or two of them for you, you know, to upgrade or because you're um, in financial disgrace. When we're looking Hmm. at pricing for a property that we want to sell, what are some of the key things that we first need to look at before we even, uh, you know, set that price and, 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 and put
0: up an ad on private property? Okay, thank you, Zama. Just going back a little on, on that rental space, just, just a little comment. What we have found because of the lowered interest rates, uh, you find that a person on their million rent bond before the, the drop in the interest rates, they were paying 10,000 rent on their bonds. Then the interest rates go down, they're paying 8,000 rent 8, now. So we are finding more and more people are actually able now to, to kind of cover their bond. So really, really the interest rates have done quite a bit of justice in terms of bond repayments and people being able to meet their bond repayments with the, the rental income. So yeah, that was just one, one comment there that, that I just thought, let me add. Now about selling, uh, there's so many dynamics when it comes to selling, but I, I can never stress enough the importance of pricing correctly especially in the current market, because you, if you do not price your property correctly, it's going to stay on the market. And there is so much, especially for people in a market where there's so much properties for sale, your property number one has to stand out. And not only does it stand out, people are able to compare, especially now we've got platforms like your pro- private property, where everybody will see, oh, a three-bedroom in this area, it goes for one5 a uh, four-bedroom in this area goes for $2 million. So, automatically, if you are not well-priced, you eliminate yourself from the market. So, mm-hmm. you know, based on those things, it's, it's very important to actually get on board a property professional who can, a- who can be able to assist you with a comparative market analysis, you know, of the area. And also, if I could just stress that, just because you see your neighbour has got their property on for 2 million it doesn't mean they will sell it for 2 billion so don't price your property according to what is on for sale price it according to what don't price it according to the listing price like it's a property is listed for this much but rather price it what has it sold for because someone may overprice their property at 2 million and maybe it's worth 1.5 million and i'm going to say oh but zama it's her properties on the market for 2 million. So I'm gonna put mine for 2 million. What we need to make sure we understand how much will Zama sell her property for. So whenever you do a comparison, you know, in, in terms of correctly pricing, you need to look at what has sold in the area versus what is on the market because a property can stay on the market for a whole year and not sell. Therefore you cannot base your price um, you know on, on on that and also if i may just say you know buyers right now are very informed yes, especially yes. that the millennials they do their homework they search they look you know social media they look platforms portals everywhere so they are very very informed uh, so so you cannot go and determine the value of your property by how much your debt. Say, oh no, but I'm owing SARS and I'm owing, uh, mm. you know, this and that, that. That doesn't determine the value of your property. What determines the value of your property are the current market tendencies. What is happening in the market? And the value of your property, it's not even determined by, oh, but I want to go and buy in such and such an area, and houses are expensive in such and such an area. That cannot mm-hmm. determine the value of your home. So it, it, it's it's a, it's a lot of things that are involved. But the long and the short of the matter is that you have to your property. If you wanted to sell at a good price, it has to be sorry. If you wanted to sell at a good price, it actually has to be put on the market at a good price, because if you overprice, you know you shoot it off there. It's going to stay on the market. And, and as time goes on, the buyers are just going to look, oh, my, six months later, this house is still on. Either there's something wrong with this house or they start to think probably the seller's desperate. And you know what happens when they think you're desperate? They bring the ridiculous offers, even worse than what you would have gotten mm-hmm. if you had priced your prop your property correctly. So the, we can never, 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 never stress enough, you know, the importance of, of pricing correctly from the get-go. Mm. Mm. You know, You've actually
1: given us so much to to chew on. I think the, the first big one is understanding the the risk of not pricing well as mm-hmm. a as as a seller, and and of course, there's, you know, this homework that you will do, and certainly the estate agent that you're going to be working with uh, is mm-hmm. going to bring you a pack, say, look uh you know they typically will value your property and they'll say that this is their recommended price that i think you should put it on the market Um, and i think one of the the big things that we like emphasizing and that i also you know always share is that you want to work with the area specialist because then they know that area intimately they've probably just sold two other properties you know in your same area so they really have a good sense of of your area so don't just work with somebody who covers uh, you know, 20 different suburbs that are in different parts of, you know, Gaudeng. they don't have an intimate understanding of the particular suburb that they're working with. So get an area specialist because they'll be able to tell you that, you know, they've actually got four other properties in the area. Two of them have recently sold. This is, you know, how much it was listed for and they were able to get this. So they'll be able to be upfront with you. And the big thing as as a seller, as Ununubiso points out is, you can't want to set the price based on "I still need to pay," you know, SARS or or whatever the case is, because you can't bank on on that. The market unfortunately doesn't work on that; uh, doesn't work like that. And and you run the risk if you don't adequately price of your property staying on the market for too long. Nobody wants to entertain stale stock. Uh, I mean, are already talking about how how much there's just an oversupply of stock. The moment I see properties that have been on the market, uh, even for longer than six months, I also start wondering, okay, what's wrong here? Uh, you know, What is happening? I mean, there are certain properties that have been on the market for over two years. Um, mm-hmm. Some that I track have been in the market for over four years and they keep changing uh, agencies to list with them. So you also see that this is an unreasonable seller um who and just the price already tells you that this is ridiculous right that it's not comparable with what's happening with other properties so you really want to get a, a sense of where the market is before you even look at your own financial considerations where is the market uh, and is the price that you're going to set, you know, in line with where the market is? And the other really great thing, you know, so you know, highlighted is don't look at your neighbors. You know, don't don't keep up with. They listed for three million and their neighbor, Nami, I want to list for three million. They can list for that three M, but it only gets, you know, sold for two and you didn't go the extra step of actually finding out how much it's sold for and and you'll go and list for three and thinking hey, but next therefore so it's really important not to play uh, keeping up with the kumalos. We're taking your questions and comments on our Facebook page, of course, as well as on our Instagram and our YouTube page this evening as I'm in conversation with Onondumi Somta, who's the CEO at Idwala Property Group as well at how to price your property right especially uh, you know for people who are looking to sell and of course if you're also looking to rent understanding how you should adequately price your property if you're a serious seller this is a great market to sell they are buyers you know they're qualifying and they're buying so you really do need to be a serious seller um, who sets the price right Going to your comments at home, we've got um, uh, saying, I always say that people who invest in townhouses uh, don't get enough to cover everything. Should be established investors with the other properties that have profits to cover the shortfalls. Uh, you know, Borrowing from Peter to give to Paul, I, I don't know. I like looking at every property as almost its own individual uh, business because then you're able to adequately see w- whether you're making a profit or a loss. Um, but if the other one let's say the one is a student accommodation you know unit and you have net yield of what 20 percent uh and another one is is just as you're saying you know in a complex and your yield is at six percent or it's even running at a loss you need to be able to identify which of your properties is doing well which is not doing well and are you going to offload the ones that are doing well, or are you going to, you know, be okay with uh, you know, subsidizing for it? Because really, the the perhaps for you the um, you know the the strategy with it is you know capital accumulation as opposed to it being a cash flow property. So I I would discourage having a principle of borrowing from Peter to give to Paul. Uh, I mean, you you really do want to get a sense of your individual properties and how they are performing um, before you kind of move the money around and another comment here on our facebook page coming through from Umenzi Butelezi saying that minimum is one percent of the cost of the apartment, and i'm currently charging slightly more uh, and the uh, and the payment covers everything and that was of course to the earlier question of you know if you have a rental property is the rental amount covering everything and if it's not you know how much do you subsidize it for and another comment coming through from uh, Usemi Machans, saying multi leads are assisting me a lot. Uh, Phil Park is not doing very well and is assisted by Sochanguwe House. I never thought something like that can happen, but pandemic has changed things around. But for now, I'm surviving. Hopefully in the coming year, things can change to be better. And uh, you've know, got another great comment there coming through from Umadze saying, awesome show today. Thank you very much. They might say. So I think it's going to be, so we're certainly getting a sense that we need to be on top of how we price especially selling right because yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're selling in this market um, especially for people perhaps who might even be you know distressed sellers or are potentially mm-hmm. about to be distressed and yeah. and really are preemptively saying I'd rather offload this than wait until isn't or it bad then I think what yeah. tips would you give what tips would you give? People who are in a particularly financially difficult you know situation who, as we were pointing out earlier, are probably calculating based on e as opposed mm. to calculating based on you know where the market is I can imagine
0: you know for l- l- let me start with those who are offloading and who can afford to offload yet are thinking about their debts there is just um what should I say? A slight misconception that se- that sellers have. Let's talk about the normal A normal seller now who hasn't got financial, uh, you know, financial strength. You know, you'll find a seller says, "Oh, you know what? I'm looking for 1.5 million for this property. Now, this agent is saying this property is worth 1.3. Let me do a hundred thousand rand bathroom so that at least I can bump it up, or you know, or whatever the case may be. What I'm trying to say is that it, doing a certain renovation for a certain amount will not warrant you raising a price by that certain amount. Um, rather try and stick to renovations that add value to the property. So in other words, let's say putting expensive econ, don't, don't, don't put an expensive e put expensive econ 50,000 and then expect that the value is going to jump up. You know, rather mm-hmm. invest yeah. on renovations, maybe something like a garage, you know, do a garage, Uh, renovate your bathrooms, try and and stick to to renovations that are within fair value so that you don't fall into a trap of overpricing. Because Mm. what you find with sellers, they say, oh no, but why are you telling me 1.5? These aircons cost me 50,000 rand. But you see, those are cosmetics. And putting a 50,000 rand aircon and a 10,000 rand aircon, it might not be you know it it might not be value for money for a buyer so we need to be mm-hmm. very careful with renovations just because you you know your appliances you put in your kitchen oh no but these are 150000 rand appliances so i'm raising my property abo- above market value i'm raising it above the ceiling because of my appliances so we need to be very 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 careful when it comes to renovations rather do renovations like i'm saying that add that is that are value for money that people will value oh my there is a garage there is a carport you know things like that that are more substantial and then also um when it comes to those who are selling because of you know financial distress they fell into financial difficulties you know you you tend to find that sometimes the property is not in the Tipist of forms you know it's not in the best of conditions sometimes mm-hmm. there's been a strain you know there's been a struggle you know things are not it, it was it's not like in its prime days it, it, you know in its heydays. so small things that can help you to increase the value of your home you know, I think we've discussed it with you before, you know, when mm-hmm. we spoke about mm-hmm. maybe you could look at a lick of paint for your property rather because you obviously won't afford anything as expensive. Look at those falling cupboards, you know, what's falling, What's skew, put back those screws, you know, tidy it up, clean the house, um, make sure that the, the, the yard, you know, is cut. Look at your bathrooms, the mould. You know, it's very small things that can actually... You know, kind of juice up the value of your property without you having to spend so much to, to, to actually, um, you know, get to, to, to actually make it appealing to the potential, potential buyers. So, um, also another thing. Um, we are finding that there's a lot of properties that are going on into the market as much as there also have a lot of buyers coming in as well. There's a lot of properties coming on into the market. So there is a thing where you really have to make your property stand out. And especially if you're an urgent seller, make your property stand out, make sure it's priced correctly so that there is an incentive For our very informed generation of buyers to actually, you know, Mm -hmm. say, you know what, this one stands above the rest. Make sure you do things that will justify your price. Try and, uh, you know, try and make sure that, okay, you know what, it's not as fancy, but it's so clean. It's well looked after. It's a stable, you know, it's stable, it's clean and people are able to see more potential in a clean home than in a, in an untidy home so there are things that don't need money for you to actually you know mm. make your home more appetizing just mm. cleanliness more care you know here and there touch-ups and and you're, you're well on your way mm. and i think that's such a a
1: great way to to wrap our conversation Mundo. So the big thing there is do not overcapitalize. Uh, it's such a big one. You you're not going to suddenly add two hundred thousand rands worth of value uh, in uh, to your property uh, in 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 an area, for example, where the the you know the price cap is a, a certain amount. So you really need to be on top of that. And I know a lot of people as Nunu has you know, pointed out, think that if I you know renovate and put you know expensive finishes uh, in, in a certain area, therefore I'm going to get you know hundred thousand rands more. Except that area doesn't charge that kind of amount so we really really need to be careful when you're doing renovations that you do not overcapitalize. i see this Mm -hmm. mistake a lot Uh, i think we we tend to be okay with it if it's our primary residence because we know we're staying there we want the nice you know fancy finishes but if you know that it's not a place that you're going to be staying at for you know for uh, an extended period of time uh, or that you're going to be selling it, you really do need to watch your renovations. Uh, we've got uh, the last two comments before we wrap up the show. Uh, Seven Malans are coming back saying, "Yeah, renovations that add value than putting in things that will make a property to look nice and don't add value to the price tag." And Umadze Mkhutlani saying, "Thank you for this insightful information." So hashtag one million followers and that's of course the competition that we are running on our Facebook page as we count down to 1 million followers so do make sure that you engage with us and you stand a chance of walking away with cash prize every single day unfortunately this evening's winner did not claim uh, their prize Uba Usuo did not claim the prize and so the money rolls over tomorrow evening it's going to be 1500 rands so make sure if you've liked, shared, you know, given us a review, watch the show live, because if we call your name, you need to text us before we leave. so it's always such a pleasure to have you on the show. Siyabonga for being with us. Uh, have yourself a great evening. Thank you so much, Zama. Have a good one yourself. Thank you for having me. <laughs> And that is Unundum Twa, who's the CEO at Itwala Property Group, uh, wrapping up the Tuesday edition of the Private Property Podcast with myself, my Malo. I'll be back on your screens tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. It is a Tuesday, so you can catch a and farmer Umbalinwako coming to your screens at 8 p.m. with the Farming Podcast. Until then, hoping you're staying home and staying safe.